Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing, share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, ahlan wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
this morning. It is Juneteenth. It is Monday, June 19th, and we're celebrating Juneteenth. Some do, some don't. Dr. Claude Anderson says it's not what you think it is, but we're going to celebrate it anyway. How about that? And <clears throat> we'll be broadcasting later on this afternoon from the Malcolm X College 1900 was in Street. The seminars don't start until 9, and this broadcast is over with at 9. So there's lots of activities going on today, so we'll be here again after the show to uh, show you what's going on. <coughs> Excuse me. A little frog in my throat this morning. That's why I keep my tea, my, uh, tea handy. Welcome to Monday Morning Mindfulness. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks, and thank you for joining us here on the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show. Happy Earth Day, birthday, born day, if you're celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to my girl, Michelle Carey, and <clears throat> she's celebrating a birthday today, and at some point we'll be celebrating with her. We have no idea where we'll be. Uh, yeah, we do. We know we'll be at... Um, Malcolm X College. Now, whether she'll be there or not, that's another story. But happy Earth Day, birthday, born day, if you're celebrating a birthday today. We're celebrating it with you, and we're also celebrating it on Juneteenth. How cool is that to have your birthday a national holiday? Yeah, that's cool. <coughs> and you can, if you have to go to work, we can pay it. It's a national holiday, so good for you. If you are sick and shut in, we are always giving prayer Holding you up in the light. <coughs> the sick, the shut in, the incarcerated, the non believers, and those who are just have given up hope. Don't ever give up hope because that's the only thing that we have that will move us forward in these times of chaos and confusion. There is so much chaos and confusion going on in the world. <coughs> if you're listening online, we thank you for joining us, and you can call in after the 7 30 break. And if you are joining us on social media, on our YouTube and Facebook uh, channel, Higher Learning TV Show, you type in the comment area what city, state, or country you're watching us from so we can send you a shout-out. Thank you for watching. If you, <coughs> excuse me, see, that's why I get up early in the morning to try to get some of this mucus out of me because when you, uh, when you when you stay uh, still all night, there is um, you know mucus build up because you're not moving. So it's got to come up and it's got to come out. So thank you for coming up and for coming out. And if you are headed out this morning, uh, do expect delays. It is it is it's a national holiday, but some people are still going to work and it's still traffic. <laughs> and as we take a look at traffic. Traffic and Weather is brought to you by Karen Kelly of iText.com. If you are a business owner or an entrepreneur and you are <coughs> you have products or services to sell, you can join iText. And just by mentioning my name, Zell Dull, uh, Z-E-L-D-A, you get $100 uh, to go shopping immediately on their website. So... Be sure and sign up. <laughs> and also travel, uh, too, if you'd like to go to anywhere in the Caribbean, Hawaii, Alaska, Mexico, Vegas. Everybody goes to Vegas. You can go there, too. they got great hotels, um, 
food, just everything you can think of. Go to itex.com. You'll see what I'm talking about, and it's recognized by the IRS. They've been in business over, I don't know, 30 years or so. Uh, but my broker, Karen Kelly, our broker, Karen Kelly, is um dynamite little lady. Um, just tell her Zelda sent you. I promise you, you'll be glad you did. You can thank me later. Anyway, uh, it, officially, uh, summer starts tomorrow. 84 degrees a day, yes, through July 1st. Now, after July 1st, we don't know. Uh, <clears throat> as we take a look at the traffic, uh, metro trains, there is a DSF train. Uh, you can expect a delay there. And also on CTA, there are no reported delays. But the NASCAR closings, yes, NASCAR is here. And uh, from Balbo to Jackson, I thought they said Oak Street, but just know Lakeshore Drive is closed and Michigan Avenue is closed, so just expect to be delayed if you are in, headed in the downtown direction. <coughs> Excuse me. As we take a look at your traffic, ooh, computer's about to go out here. If we can plug it up. Yeah, yeah, we can't have that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, pull over. <coughs> excuse me, on the tri-state, it's blocking in all blocked in all directions, so expect delays there. Inbound on the Edens, it is 18 minutes in and 15 out. On the Kennedy, it's 29 minutes in and 21 out. On the Eisenhower, it's 28 in, 23 out. <coughs> There's a disabled car blocking the lanes on the Eisenhower at Mannheim. On the Stevenson, it's 21 in and 16 out. On the Dan Ryan, it's 12 minutes out. Slow 35th to uh, 95th. <coughs> and 10 minutes in. And also, <coughs> excuse me. Also on Lakeshore Drive, uh, no delays. It is nine minutes in both directions. And that's DuSable Lakeshore Drive. That is your <coughs> traffic and weather, sponsored by Karen Kelly of itex.com. And if you are a diabetic and you are, um, actually it could be a pre-diabetic, uh, borderline diabetic is what they call it, and you won't know that until... You go to the doctor like I did. <clears throat> Excuse me, I wound up on my way to surgery, and it's like, yeah, you're a diabetic. You didn't know. Oh, so I'm telling you, it happens. You don't even know it. And there are so many people that have diabetes. Go to diabeticdonut.com. What did you say, Zelda? Slow down. Diabeticdonut.com. That's where you go, and you can download the free ebook that I wrote. <clears throat> That shows you the drink that I drink every morning, apple, beet, cucumber, lemon, ginger, kale, turmeric. It doesn't taste good, but it feels good. And there's nothing like feeling good. So I, I, forsake, uh, I forego the taste for the feel good. How about that? <coughs> Excuse me. And if you are um, thinking about your diet, and the energy that your diet gives you because the, most of the food that we eat is processed and <coughs> it just clogs up everything. That's why I got all this mucus in me this morning. You know, pizza will do it every time. Pizza is the worst thing on the planet. Sometimes you just have to have a little pizza, especially because we got some spinach and some mushrooms on it. Lord have mercy, I'm suffering, but it was good. So what can I say? 
You're supposed to be the example, Zelda. Well, I'm not today. Uh, you know, we all have our issues, and that is my issue. <coughs> and the issue that I am about to share with you right about now is the issue of your Monday morning mindfulness meditation, which is sent to me by Mike House. You know who Mike House is, right? And if you don't, you are about to, because I'm about to read to you what he sent me for Father's Day and every day. But I want to read to you from yesterday and today. But, <coughs> excuse me. Father's Day is right here. Is this it? I can't read my own writing. Okay. I honor my father. I want to read this to you from yesterday. It says, a father's role is very influential in one's life. Society has created expected behavior patterns for us. We are individual expressions of the divine and not all fathers fit into predetermined pattern fathers express <clears throat> as they are. Some are present and others are absent. Some are competent, secure, and compassionate. Others are not. Fathers do what their consciousness approves and directs. And then this happens. I heal my inner relationship with my father. Oh, yes, they are talking to me. <coughs> I heal my inner relationship with my father, knowing I am who I am largely because of him. I release and forgive any feelings about who he should have been instead of who he was or is. I thank, honor, and love my father unconditionally. Thank you, imagination. In me, through me, as me, around me, through the Christ within. And so it is. And with all these things have love, which is bond of perfection. And that's taken from Colossians 3 and 14. And I thank you for that, Mike House, because for a very long time I had issues with the male species because I didn't have a father in my life. <clears throat> I had no respect for men. And this experience of marriage has taught me that just because you had a bad experience, you don't have to make that your life. That was then, and this is now. And you move on. And I had to go through uh, a whole process of forgiving myself for feeling the way that I felt because the way that I felt was legit. <clears throat> and that was abandoned and unloved and unlikable and all of that. Say, so how you feel? Yes, I felt all of that. And by the grace of God, I married a man who showed me differently. So that helped me heal in my healing process, too. Yes, I'm talking about my husband, Tony Hoags. And it is just a relief to know that there are still men out there who care, who sincerely care about women and being fathers and being fathers to those who don't have fathers. So happy Father's Day. As I read to you, Monday, June 19th, our ancestors held the vision. Freedom is a birthright. 
We have freedom and dominion over our mind. Unforeseen circumstances may change the direction of one's life. Historically, enslavers violated the physical freedom of Africans and others. However, many enslaved did not lose sight of their vision of freedom. On this Juneteenth Day celebration, we remember that quarter million enslaved Africans who were denied the knowledge of the Emancipation Proclamation. When they heard more than two years later, they too celebrated. We still honor the enslaved and their descendants for their invaluable contributions to the foundation and growth of the United States of America because we did build this country. In gratitude, we thank you for your enduring, persistent spirit to be free. I express my ancestors' envisioned freedom, and when I feel mentally and physically enslaved, I regroup my mental and emotional faculties. I tap into the relentless spirit of my imagination, in me, through me, and as me, around me, and through the Christ within. And so it is. Stand first, therefore, in the liberty which Christ has made us free, and be not harnessed again under the yoke of servitude. And that is Galatians 5 and 1. And that's from Mike House. And that's your Monday morning mindfulness, uh, Monday morning mindfulness word of the day. And now it is time for your Monday morning mindfulness meditation. And you know what that means, right? It's time for us to empower ourselves because the powers that be don't want us powerful. That's why they keep us plugged into the cell phones and the iPads and the TV and the radio because they don't want you to get quiet. Because when you get quiet, that's when the answers come to all of your issues. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. If you knew what I knew, you'd live under a tree. Well, you, you know now, because if you didn't see the show last night with <clears throat> Viata on Soul Purpose Healing, you are doing yourself an injustice. I was so happy. You have got to go back and see it. I put some of it uh, on my blog this morning. Uh, actually, <clears throat> I put it last night, but uh, I just want to show it to you this morning. You have got to go. And this is what I want to, to share with you, really, because the powers that be don't want you to know the power that is within you. So when you scroll down to <clears throat> excuse me, some of these pages, I'm sorry, when you took some of these links on the pages, as you can see, um, I put FYI, fearful, greedy corporations don't want you to have access to this information. So chances are <coughs> they will, the links won't work. So all you need to do is, is copy the link. Like this one here, the Energy Bagua. Oh, my God. See Soul Purpose Healing last night and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But when you see that and you click on it, <coughs> And, the, and it gives you a brief intro, introduction. 
you will see the information. Now that showed up, so you know that that link works. But let me go back. Let uh, let me go back, and you will see that the other links may or may not work. What did they just disappear to? Are you kidding me? Okay. Boy, they really don't want you to know that. Yeah, they really don't want you to know. Okay. It. Oh, I see what happened when I clicked the link. It uh, went there. So now all I have to do is go back here. All right. Uh, I'm a little, little uh, discombobulated this morning. So I hit the back button, and then it takes me back. So that one showed up. But when you click on this one here, a brief introduction, it'll give you a oops page. And oops mean it's not working. How about that? Oh well, that one did work. So, but just so just so you know, if you go to the page and it doesn't work, just click the copy, just copy and paste it. Okay. <clears throat> so I just wanted to share that with you. And now it is time for our Monday morning mindfulness meditation. And this is the point in your life where you become still and you become quiet, and you take the time. To arm yourself, I love what Dr. Maya Angelou would say, before you face the day, face the, the, the God spirit that is within you. So we are practicing that this morning because we have a tendency to get up and out the door and we haven't spent any time with self. You can even spend it in the shower or in the tub or in the, on the toilet. It doesn't matter as long as you do some deep breathing because wherever your sacred space is in your home, that's where you need to be. Right about now, <clears throat> we're going to have some space, uh, some safe space, because we are going to practice. Chances are you are Stop it. You don't want to stop. Breathing in. 
evil body because somebody somewhere is. Look at you turning in. Sending more love, light, and energy. I am learning hip roll this morning. We give thanks. Can't get up and move on their own. And look at you. Up through the toes, arches, the insteps, 
feel free to move them on. Everything in this body is moving as it should. Thanks for all I have love. 
flirty so much. Love for trees. How old was this young girl? No, will be joining us after after the break, and she'll tell us. This was a, somebody's grandmother in a 18-year-old body, because this girl got too much wisdom for herself. I'm sorry, I digress. It was, the show was just so wonderful. I just want you to experience what I experienced. So thank you for joining us this morning for your Monday morning mindfulness as we take our long, last deep inhale. And as we exhale... Blow it out and turn your head to the left as far as you possibly can, feeling a stretch on the right side of the neck. Blow it out. Inhale deeply. And look to the right as far as you possibly can, feeling a stretch in the left side of the neck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That feels good. And bring your head back. Inhale deeply once more. And exhale. In this moment, right here, right now, we give thanks. Because what we just practiced in Monday Morning Mindfulness Meditation is the type of experience that you can have on your own on a daily basis. Take five minutes. You're worth five minutes, aren't you? So don't listen to that other voice in your head to tell you, you ain't got time for this nonsense. You do have time to purposely set your intention for the day. And that intention always starts with the breath. When you take time to listen to the ancestors, the spirit, the force that is within you, that guides you, guards you, and directs you all day, every day. When you take the time to tap within, amazing things will happen. Can't say some of the things that have happened, and some of the things that are happening, I can tell you it came to me as a result of my meditation. That's why I am on you for this meditation, because if you are not taking the time to meditate, you're probably, you may be taking the time to medicate, not meditate, and we want you to meditate, because it is with meditation that you will have this experience, and that is why we have these t-shirts, Meditate to Activate. Meditate to Activate the power that is within you, that guides you, guards you, and directs you. You see, the the fashion industry knows this, because otherwise, why would we be wearing all this uh, designer clothes? Because they know the power of the word, and they know the power of the words that are printed on shirts. Gucci. Karen Klein or Adolfo or whoever else. I don't know. I don't wear it anymore. I'm not giving my money to them. I got other things to do. I'd rather travel. What about you? Anyway, uh, inhale wealth, exhale death, one of my favorites, and there's a whole lot more. If you go to go to our website, uh, higherlearningnetwork.org, you'll see it. Inhale affirmations and exhale fear because uh, fear and negative self-talk will keep us talking about things that really don't matter. It's the stuff in the news that you hear. And all of those are are, are tax deductible. And that is your morning mindfulness meditation. And now it is time for our very, um, oh, I forgot to show you how to, uh, if you'd like to send a donation for the the T-shirts. It is uh, tax deductible, um, 
from the higherlearningnetwork.org if you want to zealous for the T-shirts or a donation for the, the homeless. And I'm going to show you that in a minute. Our cash app is Zelda Speaks. And number two, Venmo is Higher Learning Network NFP. Zell is Zelda Speaks at Gmail. And PayPal is HigherLearningNW at Yahoo.com. So just wanted to share that with you. And coming up, I will have our very own Naima Latif, who will be joining us here on the show. And let's take our first break. And you can call in with your questions or comments about Juneteenth. Oh, we've got hands up already. So uh, you just stay close, and we will be right back. And share this Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death. Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African-Americans suffering from psychic trauma? because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com and get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African American Psychic Trauma. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? 
Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. here on The Female Solution. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks, and we're celebrating Juneteenth today. And <clears throat> it is Monday, uh, June 19th. There are Juneteenth celebrations going on all over the city of Chicago. And just a few in Washington Park today, uh, between Laramie and Central, there is a parade on the uh, on the west side. Uh, yesterday there was a parade in Oak Park, and also on uh, 111th Street today at the Pullman Porter's Museum. It's the PullmanPorter.com museum uh, on 111th. They uh, go to go to the website and they will show you that <coughs> the location is a flying a gnat or something in here, just all over the place. Uh, Aurora's annual flag raising ceremony, where uh, it's happening today too. Uh, a 19-year-old mayor in Aurora. Can you believe that? 19 years young. Yeah. Well, we need some young meat in there because uh, old heads need to let somebody else do something for a while because uh, you know this, this patriarchal system in which we live is not the best, but it is what it is. And I want to show you. Uh, what I am talking about here on uh, Juneteenth. I want, if you don't know who Dr. Claude Anderson is, you are about to find out because he is the bomb.com. Dr. Claude Anderson, well, actually, I'm going to bring him up when Naima comes, but right now I want to tell you a little bit about the uh, Higher Learning Network uh, TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19. <coughs> if you go to our uh, website, higherlearningnetwork.org, I wanted to tell you about the mission of uh, the Higher Learning Network, where we teach youth behind-the-scenes radio, television, and print production. <clears throat> it's media production now, but this is uh, our outreach to the homeless, and we are always on the lookout. And we thank you in advance. We give thanks. We are very grateful for your uh, donations, please keep them coming because they always need something that we can't wait on the government to do that. This is uh, uh, um, Ozell Ross, who uh, we partnered with our community partner, in which we did the uh, first annual homeless gala benefit. And if you didn't see that, that's on our Instagram page, 
but I do want to show you, if you go to higherlearningnetwork.org, you'll see on our, <coughs> excuse me, the links that you can just click on any of them. We've got the... Uh, we've got a Facebook page here. We've got uh, our Pinterest page here. We've also got Twitter, and we've got Instagram. We just want to show you. You click on any of those and go straight to uh, the projects that we're working on. And this project is the Homeless Project. Uh, and why is it not opening? Oh, there it is. Okay. And uh, as you can see, uh, our Instagram page is homeless. Dot project and the one that I uploaded this morning is not there yet, so I'll have to double check on that. But uh, this is one from uh, last week where we went out and okay. made a delivery. Showing. Okay, I guess I need to stop that and bring it up. I guess I'm just I'm having a moment here. Thank you so much for the propane. Okay, stop. There you go. Uh, now, oh, oh, I'm on my Instagram page. I forgot to pull up Instagram. Duh. Uh, stopping the screen there and going to our Instagram page, which is hln dot homeless. Dot project. There you go. Now, you could hear him, but you couldn't see him, and he was so grateful. He wanted to be on camera to uh, tell us how much he appreciates the work that we do. So here's the voice of, of your man. Thank you. Now, our viewers and our listeners know why we do what we But, you know, things were a little bit more calm back then. So we went in, and 
we helped him uh, stuff envelopes just to let people in the neighborhood know that there would be resources available for them if they needed them, and they pretty much needed them. So that is why we do what we do, because somebody somewhere is always in need, and it is our mission to help those in need to be a resource for them. So uh, thank you in advance. If you'd like to make a contribution, we'd appreciate your contribution because, they, as you can see, they still need butane. And it's still at Walmart, and it's uh, 2 for $10, or something like that because at Home Depot there's like seven, $8, $9 for one. So go to Walmart, even though Walmart is closed 50% of their stores. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's not closed, and that is <coughs> the mouth of my co-host, and that is not Eva. <laughs> I couldn't get it out all the way this morning. I still got all this mucus in me from that pizza I had yesterday. It was so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it tastes good, but yeah, you pay the price. Yeah, you pay for it. I'm paying for it today. I'm telling you I'm paying for it. But I'm not complaining because I got you and you can talk the rest of the day. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, we're celebrating Juneteenth. Now, you know, Naima, I got to pull up this uh, 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 very quickly before we go. Uh, before we get started, rather, because Juneteenth is not, uh, everybody does not appreciate Juneteenth. And Dr. Claude uh, Anderson talks about Juneteenth, and he talked about it with, at Black Economics, allblackeconomics.com, uh, um, board, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. And I just have to show this uh, why people uh, need to know. Dr. If you don't know who, uh, Dr. Claude Anderson is You will after today I promise you So I want to share this with you And uh, I hope you can appreciate it So check it out Different levels of standards In terms of what we expect So you got the black folks at the top Who say cut the damn check And don't just make it a little check Make it a big one Don't, make, don't give us the wrong check Give us the right check Don't give us the tiny amount Give us the real amount Don't give us the little kid money We, we want the big boy money Right Those are the people That they don't want to talk to Because those people have receipts they have books like Black Labor, White Wealth, written by Dr. Claude Anderson, which ex extensively and in detail explains the whole reason why black people deserve reparations. There, there's no study needed. There's no reason to spend seven years looking into it. Dr. Anderson has been looking into it for 40 years, okay. and the receipts are all over the place. That's a delay tactic. That is a delay tactic. That's, what, that's a game in politics. They just delay, right? And then you got black folks who, who say they'll take, you know, maybe a medium-sized check. Like, look, we just want you to do something. Just do something that we can touch and feel. And, and that's okay, too. I'm not dismissing those individuals at all uh, because because I can get that. I understand why you might be in that category and say, look, we have, we don't get $15 trillion, but we'll take $5 trillion, or maybe even $2 trillion, $3 trillion, whatever. <clears throat> I don't agree, but that's fine, right? And then you get another tier below where, where you maybe get black folks that want maybe some federal subsidies and small business loans, things like that. And then you get black folks that just don't want nothing. They don't want nothing except the uh, possibility that they can go to the grocery store and have white folks uh, sell them, you know, sell them some beef jerky without calling them the N-word. Or they want to celebrate the idea that they can go work for a white man's company for the rest of their lives and leave nothing to their children. Or maybe that they can go and live in a white neighborhood. Or, or maybe they can go to a big white university and have white folks bring them in and let them, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe take a class on critical race theory or something. And that, no disrespect to that. I'm not disrespecting that, right? But, but, but really, they're, they're not really at the, the same 
space we are. So to some extent, people like us are a little bit radical. I think the B1 philosophy is a lot for people to take in. I don't think it should be, but, but you know, because I think putting yourself at the top of the priority list is okay. I think it's okay to be black first, but some people think that's a little bit too much. We're asking for too much. And I think that those people that are at the bottom of the barrel are the ones that they're appealing to with this Juneteenth holiday. Uh, because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The Juneteenth holiday is symbolism. That's all it is, pretty much. That's pretty much all it is. I mean, you know, there is that added benefit that it is a federal holiday, which means you get to take off work. Fine. Um, you're going to start seeing it become corporatized. You're going to have, you know, uh, the Juneteenth mattress sale at your local, you know, mattress company, right? You are going to have these stupid Juneteenth dinners at these racist universities that don't even hire black people. They don't hire any black people. They use up black athletes and take, you know, a billion dollars in wealth out of the black community every year. Uh, Don't have a lot of respect for black folks in general. Don't want to talk to black folks like me or Dr. Anderson or or a Farrakhan type person. But they will uh, sit there and have a Juneteenth dinner with you on campus and make you feel like everything's okay for that particular day. Right? And they'll talk about little, polite little things like microaggressions and how you can be more racially sensitive. And, 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 and in their mind, they're like, yeah, let's just be nicer as long as we get to keep all the money, as long as we keep all the power, as long as we are driving the car, as long as we are controlling the campus, as long as we are controlling the corporations, as long as we are controlling the media, as long as we are controlling the resources, then let's just be nicer to our slaves. Let's be nicer to our black people that come work for us because it ain't right to be mean to black people. So instead of actually giving black folks the big boy money and, and, and partnership status in this country, economically speaking, they, they say, well, we'll write a nice little check. You know, a, a, a $100 billion corporation will write a check for 500000 and they know that people who ain't got nothing are going to be thankful. They're going to say, thank you, sir, and they're going to go on about their day. Right? That's fine. I'm not dogging that, but I, that's not who I am. Right? I, I know the receipts. I know finance. I know money. I know wealth. And I know when you're playing me. I, I just know. Right? So anyway, uh, as I move forward, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up. Share. Subscribe button. And I want to remind you guys that I have a book that you can have for free. It's called uh, It Takes a Village to Raise the Bar. And it, it, it lays out my 50-year vision for the black community. I think it's a great book for your family. Uh, feel free to go take a look at allblackeconomics.com. The URL is on the screen. That's allblackeconomics.com. Hit the thumbs up button. Take that. Take one second. Hit the thumbs up button and put a B1 in the chat after you hit the thumbs up button. So let me, uh, let me first of all, summarize what Dr. Anderson said, and then I'm going to read to you what he told me to read to you. And this is from his book called The Black History Reader. This should be the first history book that your children read. It's the Black History Reader. You can get a copy at his website, powernomics.com. Uh, and, uh, and so the, uh, the first thing he said is that, that Juneteenth um, pretty much was just a, a military tactic. Uh, it was a military tactic where black people, just like today, were used as pawns in a battle between the liberals and the conservatives. Now, how often have you seen that happen, where black folks are used as a pawn to win an election or as a, as, a, as a tool in a major power play, right? The liberals and conservatives are going back and forth. The liberals are saying uh, that the conservatives are going to kill you. The conservatives are saying the, the liberals are running a plantation, and you're kind of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? You're literally like a hoe trying to pick which pimp you want to go work for. Like, well, your bitch told me. Well, nah, yo, nah, yo, bitch told me, right? Like, it, it becomes literally like that movie, like the Goldie the Pimp arguing over which guy owns this woman, right? When really she should be owning herself, right? Really she should be walking out of that whole situation, but maybe her self-esteem isn't intact, like a lot of our people, so they're scared to kind of say, I'm just going to be B1. I, w- I want to own me. You're not. 
don't need none of this, right? But but that's what they do. So so basically, this game has been going on for hundreds of years. It isn't just something that just started uh, this week. It's not something that just started in the last election. It's something that has been going on since forever. And so basically, what you have what you have with Juneteenth and the the origins of it was the liberals, the, the people in the north, your so-called friends. We're basically saying, okay, how do we hurt the people in the South? How do we hurt the conservatives? They said, oh, I know what we can do. We can free their slaves. We can declare all their slaves to be free, right? And, and that's going to hurt them. That's going to undermine their power. So, so we know the game, right? They didn't do it because they love us. They didn't do it because they felt like slavery was just horribly wrong. I mean, there were black people being lynched in the North. I don't know if y'all know that. When, when black folks came up North and were taking jobs from white folks, when they were taking jobs away, from people that felt that those jobs belonged to them, where they were challenging their white entitlement, they were killing those black people in New York. Don't think that because you're going to... You understand, when I went from Kentucky to New York, I thought I was going to a place where the white folks are nicer up there. And some of them are very nice people, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I hate white folks. I'm not saying I hate anybody. I don't have time to hate nobody. But do you understand that I ran into more racism up there than I saw back home? I said, I ain't this a bitch. Wait a minute. <laughs> Y'all supposed to be our friends, but you're not acting like my friend right now. You're acting a little bit like an oppressor. Okay, well, I'm going to... So this is a tradition. This is a tradition. So one thing Dr. Anderson said is that Juneteenth was pretty much a military tactic. It's nothing but... A military tactic. What do you think about that? The origins of, of Juneteenth. We need to know the history, and Dr. Boyce Watkins just broke it down because we celebrate whatever they give us. But Dr. Boyce Watkins says you need to read that book from uh, Dr. Claude Anderson and see a military tactic. We think we're really celebrating something. Yeah, we're celebrating. You know, any chance for us to get together and celebrate life is good. But under the guise of something else, we we just need to know. We need to be informed. Your thoughts, Naima? <clears throat> well, first of all, it's, it's refreshing to listen to a man who speaks with a free mind. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because he doesn't have to censor what he's saying out of fear that someone won't like it or will threaten to shut him down mm-hmm. or shut him up. He's mm-hmm. a free man with a free mind, and so he can speak things as they are. Yes, ma'am. I found it interesting, and of course, we've acknowledged Juneteenth for many years, but it actually became a federal holiday in 2021, just a couple of years ago. And the bill passed the Senate unanimously and was approved uh, 415 to 14 in the House. Now, this was interesting given the dynamics of our government, because we know that we do not have people who love us like you said. Okay. So you have to think, well, what was the what was the political strategy behind that? Uh, yes, yeah, it, it, it's right. They're right. It was wrong what happened. But as he said, the Emancipation Proclamation wasn't issued because they felt there was a moral wrong in slavery. It was a military tactic to destabilize the South. And we need to just kind of face things. <laughs> People do things out of economic interest, not out of love. That's why we have the messed up system that we have. That's why they really organized the way to keep slavery going because it was such an essential part of our economy. Yes. That's why they transferred it to the prison system. Mm-hmm. They didn't want slavery to end, but 
Muslims in the North did want to win the war. Mm-hmm. That's all that was about. And, and, and President Lincoln even said it. He, he made a statement. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing what's necessary to save the Union, uh, whether, it, it, whether it's freeing the slaves or keeping them enslaved. I'm just trying to free the, I'm just trying to save the Union. You mm-hmm. know, the, the state together and basically keep the North in the dominant position. And what was happening in the South is that the South was becoming an economic power in itself being able to trade with nations overseas because they had the free labor. Mm-hmm. So it was all the politics of that and the politics, you know, driven by the economics. So we need to just face that so that when we look at things, we can always discover what the underlying motivation is, always <laughs> the money. Who's getting paid? Once we can see that clearly and speak it without fear, then we can take the blinders off. And like he said, stop bargaining, you know, which pimp we going to hold for. Okay. You know, stop that. We need to own ourselves. We need to be creating our own economic system, our own vision of what does a healthy economy look like. It doesn't exploit people. It doesn't profit from your sickness and keep you sick by feeding you poisoned food so you'll get sick and then have to pay for treatment that never heals you. We have to change the way we think and stop following a system that was always based on corruption and exploitation of somebody else's pain. We have to stop following people and trying to get people who think like that to take care of us because that's not the philosophy that we should be following. And we shouldn't be emulating it or admiring it. Thank you. So I, I, I'm grateful that he said those words. And yes, we do have this holiday. And he's totally right. Everything, just like Kwanzaa, has been commercialized. You don't think it's going to be commercialized. Mm-hmm. You know, That's <laughs> exactly it, what he said. It's it's what, I mean, he's right. Because, you know, you look at America bases its, its economics on intervals of holidays that they can capitalize. So every single thing we celebrate is monetized so that the business community can benefit. Right.
So, yeah, it was a lot of hostility, and it still is. And we see the dynamics all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, we've got to take a break. Yeah. I'm hearing a whole different thing. So, we'll take a break, and then we'll, we'll talk about the economics behind Juneteenth and what we should learn from that and what we should create as a result of the knowledge that we have. And we'll be right back, so stay close. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourselves feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515 515- 605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Oh man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456, and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. Do you worry about finances, family, health? job, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com. Or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit ZeldaSpeaks.com. And rising. And thank you for joining us back here on The Female Solution. I'm your host with executive producer Naima. 
out this morning. The mucus is gone. I got it out. I got it out. I got it out. Mucus said, "No, nah, <clears throat> you will not be long-winded today, baby. You got some more. You got some more tea drinking. Uh, some tea drinking to do." Anyway, uh, 515-605-9325, press 1 to speak if you've got uh, comments or that you'd like to make. Uh, my sister from another mister says, Grand Rising Queen, that's Viata. If you didn't see it last night, you got to go see the show. All the information is on my blog. Let's go to the phone line, 706-202. I do believe that it's Baba Kwame's son who is Grand Rising Baba. Unmute yourself and join the conversation this morning. <clears throat> well, grand rising and assalamu alaikum to my sister Naima Latif. Thank you, Baba. <sighs> well, you know, I sent you, uh, and I thank you for Claude Anderson's message on. And the ending part of it was dealing with the military. There's two Juneteenths. Juneteenth, June 19th, 1867, in Mexico, they executed Maximilian, the emperor, who was appointed by Napoleon after Napoleon lost uh, Haiti. And they were doing slavery in Mexico, but the president, they formed an army and they overthrew Maximilian. And they executed him on June 19, 1867, two years after the military came and read the general orders at Ashton Place Plantation in Galveston, Texas. Wow. The thing that differs in the, the uh, two Juneteenth that happened is that the people of Mexico took back their country. The uh. thing that happened with Juneteenth, 1865, Really, it was reading that that proclamation, but the proclamation only said that was a a proclamation for those southern states. Delaware, Kentucky, and I think it was Virginia, still had slavery until December 1865 when the 13th Amendment was put into the Constitution because the 13th Amendment really wrote back slavery after the proclamation had been done and the states rejoined the uh, union because what it said was neither slavery nor indentic servitude except if you are duly convicted of a crime in the United States and its commonwealths. So what it really put was is that we are putting slavery back. We're going to make laws to say what is a crime And there you come with the Jim Crow laws, and the peonage began. And so what we're looking at is this country incarcerates more of its people than any other country in the world. And the majority of those people that are incarcerated are put back into, quote, unquote, slavery or indentured servitude because you're a convicted felon. So slavery hasn't really ended. Until you change that 13th Amendment And so what we're looking at is that we're getting a holiday A day and saying, okay, this is a national holiday Everybody gets off work How are you going to give the master that made you a slave And the people that brought you here and put you into captivity Now you're going to give them a holiday to celebrate What you did to us Mm. Mm. We are 
see, that's why I'm looking at the, the history of what went on in Mexico, because they overthrew the French. They executed Maximilian, who was appointed as an emperor. He was from Austria. And they took their country back and began their sovereign right to be who they are. And we're now fighting with our brother coming across the border, but they fought to stop the the in captivity in that country because that's why Texas, everybody was moving from different parts of the South, bringing their slaves to Texas because Texas really wanted to be a nation within a nation. We wow. have to look at our look at the story and see really has it really been a change. It 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 it's been dressed up with new words and new things, but you still have that Thirteenth Amendment says neither slavery nor indentured servitude. And what do we have that who was it? Uh, I think Clinton, a war on crime. That means you you're having a war on crime to create the new slave trade because that's all it did. You just sold mm-hmm. us on the courthouse steps. Now you're selling us in the courtroom. Okay. Well said, Baba Kwame Sunhorse. You always brings it down. And I pulled up the page while you were talking with Juneteenth Freedom Day in, in Mexico, how they have joined us, and I'll be posting that on the page as well. <clears throat> and I just wanted to share a little bit about what it said uh, for Juneteenth a celebration of freedom across the border. The community of El Nacimiento, birthplace of blacks, is part of the municipality of Merquiz in the Mexican state of Cachuela, right under Cahula, uh, I know I pronounced that right, right under Texas. Coahuila and Texas were once the same Mexican state before its northern part was taken during the Texas Revolution. The town was established by African Americans from the United States who crossed the Rio Grande to escape slavery. The black Seminoles, known as the Los Negros Mascacos, settled in El Nacimiento de Legros in Mexico in 1852. So that was even before 1867 when they yeah uh, made it a holiday. Thank you so much for that, Bob. And those Seminoles were the ones who whooped Andrew Jackson when they were in Florida. And it was a great leader, a general, was John Horse. And he led his people there into that land. And we still have the African and the indigenous people. They were not Mexicans. That was the name given. They were indigenous people, same as tribal people here in this Turtle Island, because all of it was indigenous people's land. These yeah. are invaders that come here, and they, they're they really the immigrants, because we are the original people of this land. Thank you. Teach. Uh, <clears throat> also, on the site, it says the story, this, this same uh, website, ImagineMexico.com, Juneteenth Freedom Day in Mexico, it said the story began during colonial times when Africans in the British colony of America fled to the Spanish territory of Florida to escape slavery. They intermarried with the native Seminole tribe, thus becoming black Seminoles. 
When the British began to advance into Florida, these black Seminoles fled through Texas into Mexico to escape enslavement. Wow, I did not know that. Mexico abolished slavery in 1829 under the administration of the Afro-Mexican President Vincent Guerrero. The USA did not abolish human slavery until 1865 so Africans could escape across the Rio Grande to freedom. The pathway to freedom is known as the Underground Railroad to the South. Well, how you like me now? How's that? And what a, now, look at the look at the the change in history and repeating. Now they're escaping across the Rio Grande, coming into this country. They're coming back yes. to the land yes. that was originally theirs. This was that this land was was all one indigenous land. So it wasn't you know these these imitation lines saying this is a border, this is this state, this is that part. If there isn't any borders on this planet, the uh, only borders that border planets is the oceans. Mmm. Mmm. How about that? I mean, there, the Earth does not see itself as divided into a country. This is our imagination. This is why when something like a, a global pandemic goes through the air... It doesn't stop at the border of any particular country. Everybody experiences it, and, and we should understand that. Even when we bomb a country or the government bombs a country, you're poisoning the air that you're going to be breathing the very next 24 hours as the earth rotates. So it's a stupid thing that we've been doing and trying to destroy other nations. There is only one earth, and we're all going to experience whatever we do to any part of it. But, you know, it's, it's a fascinating thing when you look at how we have allowed invaders to bring a very a very dysfunctional culture and jailing people because they don't have money, uh, forcing them to work the land to pay the wealthy who are claiming ownership of land. You can't own land, which the indigenous people understand. You can't own the land. You can be stewards of it and help enhance it as we were asked to do by our creator, as we were given the responsibility for, you cannot own it. Therefore, you cannot kill people and take it from them and make them work it to make you wealthy. So that mentality is what came to this country. And they brought that mentality. They probably inflicted on the native population who wasn't having it. So there was a, a massacre of the indigenous people, and then they made some trade deals with some greedy people over on the continent and bought prisoners of war and then started paying people to kidnap people. Oh, these people know how to work the land. Oh, they know stuff we don't know. Oh, they know how to build. Oh, they know all these. Oh, we're going to make it so that we force them by gunpoint and at the threat of death to work for us and make us wealthy. That's a mindset that they brought from Europe. Mm -hmm. That is not an economic system that we need to take into the future. No, it is not. Cooperation and sharing, which means that prison system that is a continuation of slavery 
attached to ends. Now, there are people who have emotional illnesses that make them harm people. They need to have some time away so that they can heal. That's what our system of removing people from the general society should be for. The intention has to be to heal the emotional distress and distortion in the human being so that they are able to then function in society. But if you have a system that makes people sick by creating stress and keeping people under a constant state of fear that they're going to be forced into homelessness because you're not allowing them to earn a way to support themselves, and so they steal or whatever other thing that they do that you deem illegal, then it's the system that creates the criminal. It's the system that is criminal. So we need to remove all the criminal elements in the system that we're following and create something that is based on the universal principle, God's principle of love, sharing, cooperation. That's the only thing that works. We, have, we are not free on this planet. We have forgotten what freedom is. There was a time when this system did not exist, and people did work together and share, and, and everybody enjoyed the abundance. We have to recreate that. We have to create what is not presently here, and that means not following either a Democrat or a Republican thought, because these are just cousins to each other, okay. trying to figure out how to exploit the people for gain. They just might have different strategies, but mm-hmm. it's the same objective. We have to change the intention behind the laws, the intention behind the structures, the intention behind the government. Every single industry that we have, we have to change the intention behind it. The intention cannot be to exploit people who have lesser understanding or lesser confidence or lesser resources in order to maintain power and control. We have to change the intention behind everything we do, and that is what will create a different world. So us looking to imitate what is is not going to work, and that's, this, is, this is why. We're seeing everything beginning to crumble because we are in the process of creating something different, something new, something better. And when we look at how our children have been treated so badly in the educational system, we know that we cannot follow that system. We cannot teach our children what this system wants them to believe is reality. We have to not teach our children that someone else controls their destiny. That's a crippling thought. That was the thought that kept us enslaved. Believing that other people had more power than we had. Believing that we have to follow what they're doing and imitate them and get their approval. That's the mind of a slave. When we see people come from other countries who are black like us, dark like us, and they create industries and, and, and and develop economies, and we wonder why aren't we doing it? Because we still got that slave mind, believing that other people are more intelligent than we are, and we have to wait to be told what to do. So that's what has to be undone. One of the things that we talk about in our book, 
slavery, the African-American psychic trauma, is the fact that we're still struggling with undoing that slave mind. And this is why we're, we're struggling with situations in our community of the violence, the poverty, the neglect, because we have to undo the thinking that says other people have more intelligence than we have and we need to imitate what they're doing so that we can be like them. We don't want to be like the people who have destroyed the indigenous population. We don't want to be like the people that created a slave system that was so brutal, so cruel, so inhumane. We don't want to be like those people who then transferred that system to the prison system so they can recreate what they had created in Europe jailing people for not having money mm-hmm. so that they'd be forced into servitude. We don't want to create that. We want to dismantle that and help people heal from the damages of that. And that has to be our objective going into the future. Yes, we remember slavery so that we can remember what not to do. How do we get enslaved? Well, we were living in a land of abundance fighting among each other. So that was the great lesson that we as a race of people taught the world. This is what happens. When you don't know how to work together with your own brothers and sisters and you're fighting for power and control, you will lose all of it. So we should learn from that. We should learn from that so that we don't repeat that. It was a horrible experience but we can come out of it better people, better human beings, and create a better system. That has to be our intention, and that has to be our goal. So that when we celebrate Juneteenth, we don't allow it to become just another commercialized day of being mad at white people for slavery. We look at it as a day of planning. How do we plan the new world that we're going to create based on the lessons that we learned from our past mistakes and how do we take our collective mind energy, our skills, our resources, and create the society that we want to live. But could I add Go ahead, Baba Kwame. Yeah, and what she's saying is and and it's very important that we look at something. And I've been, been talking on the part of decolonization, and we have to decolonize because this is how we were formed into this by the colonization. But the thing of it is, is AI, it's artificial intelligence. There's only one intelligence that which is divine. Divine intelligence and, and this planet has its own wood wide web. It has its own computer system that it's been by by design from the creator's mind, not man's artificial thinking. And so what we're looking at is how do we deprogram this program that has been implemented and taken away the human sovereignty, as as Naima says, we are all born free. It's the choice of how we put ourselves into slavery or captivity. The thing that we have done is that this intelligence that we we look at that we're in is basically it was divine intelligence until someone came in and said, I have more authority over what you think than you do. 
but the creator is the is the source of all intelligence and so what what we are facing is is that there is a universal law there's a cosmic law and there's a natural law and see man has created laws which go against even in the in the antelope case at the supreme court when they argued about slavery the supreme court says is that yes slavery is against the law of god but it's not against the law of man this is how that we are out of order we have been out of order for a very long time and finally this system is crumbling so a new system can be set in place so that we can do things differently and we don't have to follow whatever it is that they say that this patriarchal system and which has brought us to the detriment that we're in today. So that's why I'm so very grateful for the female solution to open some eyes and to awaken some people so they can see the truth. Whoever knew that there were two Juneteenth? Right, right. Who knew? I never knew that. And the fact that Juneteenth is spelled all caps, I'm not going to tell you about that. I'm going to let you go look that one up yourself. Why Why is everything all caps? That is because you are a, you are owned. I'm going to leave it at that, and you can do the rest of it on your own. Google it and see why everything is in caps, including your name on your driver's license. Check it out. Yeah. Well, you know, the United States is a corporation. Yes. Compete 
because it's not enough. There is enough for everybody to share. There always has been. So the mindset that creates that creates this conflict, that slavery master uh, slave mindset, that has to end. And we can't imitate it, and we can't allow ourselves to be played into it by being pitted against the people who are escaping mischief that was created by this nation and the countries that they're in, and, and, and uh, over the border and everything else, the drug trafficking and everything else that creates the violence, where do we think that originates from? Right. So we have to be honest about the United States. And I was looking at, as a matter of fact, I might see if I can finish you, I was, look, I was looking at uh, a clip of what Nelson Mandela said about the United States and it's the most inhumane treatment of people all around the world. Mm. That's the reality. I mean, we're living in the nation that creates the mischief all around the world, and it's always an economic agenda behind it. Always. And our tax dollars pay for some atrocities that we knew. We would understand why people are so enraged at, at America, those who come here and, and want to do harm. So we have a lot of things we have to change. And that means having a free mind, not following people who exploit people. That is a system we don't need to try to imitate because ultimately it leads to everybody's destruction. And so that's why if we're going to look at Juneteenth as an acknowledgement of what happened and the fact that, that there were a whole group of people who didn't even know that they had been set free by the government, we got to look at the why behind that and the fact that they wanted to keep those people working because it was an economic decision, and everything that happens is an economic decision trying to exploit somebody. So follow the money. Everything that happens, follow the money. Who's getting paid? And we got to dismantle every last exploitive system that we have and create something that is fair, just, I'm so glad you said that because last the the week that they came to Chicago, uh, the, the immigrants that is, uh, the, during my morning meditation, the thought came to me is that these immigrants are being allowed here because corporate America is having a problem with Americans working and they are not working at their jobs. So they sat in the board and said, let's bring in some, some refugees, some immigrants, and, and, and see how that works. And it's working. Yes, go ahead, Baba Kwame. And that, that's the key, those two words. The refugees that are coming from Ukraine, they have set up, every adult receives $1,300 a month, $1,300 a month. And if you house and, and take care of that, that refugee, the government will pay you. Baba, I need you to repeat that. Can you say that again? Can you repeat that, please? Yeah, and, and, and what they're doing with the refugees that are coming in from Ukraine, you can look it up. They are funding and giving them $1,300 a month per adult for them to be giving that money and then giving housing and, and, and benefits in order for them to adapt into this country. Yeah. Immigrants, the two different Im- words, refugee and immigrants are escaping the cartel and the drug wars that's going on down in South America and Mexico 
and they're trying to escape. But they're immigrants because they're people of color, and the refugees are the melanemic people that's coming in from a country that's attacking white white on white war. Mm-hmm. So looking at something, you know, and this is what we have to begin to understand. How is it that you're going to pay for these refugees that don't look like us, but you're going to pay them, but the ones that are immigrants, and just as they call the, the people in Katrina immigrants and, and, mm-hmm. and foreigners and mm-hmm. aliens, mm-hmm. because the people of color have a different definition. Yes. We are not um, immigrants, and that's what they're banking that on. And it's it's so sad. I mean, these people can come here, and I'm not hating on anybody. I'm saying stating facts. The fact that you can be an immigrant, come here and get thirteen hundred dollars a month, and get your housing, and get your food stamps, and your and your job, and your and your uh, uh, schooling for the kids, you get all of that. But you can't get that if you if you are here already living. Especially for the, you know, I, I have to speak on the homeless because you got homeless sitting, uh, laying out on the expressway, or living in an intense city on an encampment. But you can put the refugees up, but you can't do nothing for the homeless. Something ain't right with that. We're gonna take our last break. Hang in there. We're gonna take get your calls five one five six zero five nine three two five. We'll be right back. Take those calls. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of Associated Internet Radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On-air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on-air everywhere, online all the time. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self, cell care, 
from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Sell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. And thank you for joining us back here on The Female Solution. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks, with my co-host, Naimu Latif has made it back. And the video that you're walking, watching in the background is the video from uh, Juneteenth that Baba Kwame, Kwame Sunhorse sent me talking about the their two June, June, Juneteenth. I had no idea, so thank you so very much for sharing that, uh, Baba Kwame, and some comments from the Internet, uh, our Tuesday morning host, Jody Susan, says, Grand rising, grand rising, my sister. And there's another one. You look gorgeous. Well, thank you, my sister. I'm only a reflection of you. <laughs> and she also says, Are other countries a corporation, too? Mm, that's a question. Is Well, we know America is. We don't know about the other questions. What do you think about that, uh, Baba Kwame? Uh, Naima, are other countries a corporation too? Yeah, I mean you have the. Well, it's it's how we define corporations. They're not run in the sense of the business corporation we call DC, Department of Corrections. But the other part that we have is is that you take Russia. Russia is a corporation. China. Is the Communist Party, but it's 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 based off of capitalism. Colonialism and capitalism are hand in hand, and this mm. is what you have. This is the this is the corporation, the colonialization of the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, does that answer your question, Jody? Um, can you hear him? She said your voice was a little bit muffled, so hopefully uh, she could see. Could uh, could hear you. We got got some calls. Uh, only a few more minutes. Five one five six zero five nine three two five. Press one to speak. Area code three one two six three two. You're live on the Female Solution Grand Rising. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Three one two six three two. Admiral Andrew C M Nelson Bay. 
Andrew Nelson. So good to hear you, Admiral. Yes. <laughs> Are you back in the city? Yes, I'm sitting in my basement right now in Chicago. Oh, so so glad to hear that. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, we are glad and you are back. And thank you, Sister Naima, for facilitating my travel back from uh, Springfield, Missouri. I had <laughs> found myself in a very vulnerable situation. Money doesn't answer everything. Yeah. We had to organize with our travel agent, Deborah, you know, and make sure that yeah. there was a way to... Uh, Get you on a uh, bus all the way back here. Be here safe and sound. Thank you. Monday morning. (laughs) And I'm thinking all the time, I was like, wow, is he back yet? Is he safe? Where is he? So we didn't have this conversation this morning, so I didn't know. Yes, yes. So go ahead, Nelson. Well, um, I expect to be appointed Chicago Deputy Mayor for Finance and Revenue Generation. Uh, We do what we are rather than are what we do. And uh, what we do on our own volition testifies as to uh, our true identity, I would say. Um, Our divine mission, our divine purpose is something we instinctively know and to this natural matter of course. And um, I see myself uh, being chosen by my president, Donald J. Trump, as his vice presidential running mate. And I think I shall be indispensable to my president, Donald J. Trump. And that's why he will um, choose me rather than, uh, I don't know, uh, Candace Owens or anyone else. All righty. Well, thank you so much for calling and sharing that information this morning. Uh, glad to have you back at home, and we look forward to hearing from you again in the very near future. Thank God you made it back home. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yes. You had us, you had us uh, going around in circles for a minute. So welcome home, and let's take another call. We only got a few more minutes. Three one two eight three three. You are live on the Female Solution. What's your name? Where you're calling from? And what's your comment as it relates to Juneteenth? Way on your shalom, We don't die. We multiply. Black is beautiful, like you, sister. And thank God, uh, Zelda uh, Robinson. I want a partnership with you in relationship with thank God for the female solution and thank God especially for Naima Latif. Yes. <laughs> and welcome home, brother Andrew Nelson Bay. You see how you just started uh, doing this here? Uh, Zelda Robinson, you get all the credit with the praise of God. You know, mm-hmm. there's no spot that God is not. And I want to work with you because, uh, you know, uh, Sister Rashida Ali, uh, she works with uh, the Harold Washington Foundation, and she is the executive secretary. And we want to, we got a program uh, that we want to do a collaboration with uh, the Female Solution, and especially you, Sister Zelda Robinson, in helping the homeless brothers and sisters. Yes. If I had a hammer, I'm going to hammer out love. This your brother and friend from Chicago, Illinois, Minister Robert 
Laura Trump. I'm the president of the Hale Washington Foundation and chairman of the board of directors of the People's Marching Corporation. So y'all keep in touch with me all over Chicago, America, and the world. Remember, Mayor Washington said we must plump the whole community. So we are plumping it up in peace, love, unity, marketing people. Hallelujah. And happy Juneteenth Day, you know, all the way, because it expresses uh, how, was the, how, was the how was the parade yesterday, Minister Plump? Oh, it was successful, and we had the uh, March Americans, uh, Peace God participated, and others, uh, you know, sisters and brothers. Uh, you know, it was anything you do for God is always successful. You know, and success breeds success. So we can keep moving forward forever and backwards forever. never. You know, uh, so June Chief is, is uh, a way that uh, brothers and sisters can be themselves, develop themselves, and see some success breeds success. So, uh, you know, uh, it was all good. We honored the Honorable Jean, Jean uh, Baptist du- uh, 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 Dusabo. We w- went by the Dusabo Museum. You know, my godmother is, is Dr. Margaret Burrell. Soon, soon as uh, the uh, people in the community start seeing me, oh, they say, well, this Dr. Burrell, this, this is Dr. Margaret Burrell's uh, uh, son. This is his, uh, this is her boy. So we gotta help him. So anybody that need our help, we in the helping people's business because we know God cares and the female solution cares and you can reach brother plump at 312-833-0475 thank you so very much for your activism you know I was, i'm trying to find the answer to jody's question and i got this long um dialogue on the harvard business review because i asked the question are all countries corporations and they say while while they say that this country is not officially a business they talk about the, the, the trade agreements and the the money that is uh, controlled and you know the the, the conflict that we have is that it takes money to run for office because you're paying for advertisement and promotion so that people know that you're running for office. And they haven't chosen to make running for office not cost money. So therefore, you end up basically either having wealthy people who are wealthy business people or people who are wealthy because they inherited money running for office or you have to constantly be fundraising, yep. which means you have to be dependent upon the business community, yep. which means you have to do what the business community wants you to do in yep. order for you to stay in office. Yep. So behind the scenes, it is the business community that actually runs the government, which is why we end up having laws and policies that are in favor of those who have financed, those who have gotten elected to office. So the whole thing, it breeds the corruption that we end up seeing. If we can't get rid of laws that support the sale of war weapons to civilians 
when there is no war and it is consistently causing devastation because the gun manufacturers are so powerful and economically controlling the financing of so many people who run for office, then we're, we're, we're creating just a, a, a hell that we can't get out of until we remove that financial objective, until we remove the power of the financial interest in government the government might as well be a, a, a corporation because it's controlled by corporations. Now, other countries, even those that are under communist rule, it's still, there's still the issue of who's controlling the economy, who controls who gets paid, who controls who works, who controls who's able to have basic necessities. So even though technically they might not be, incorporated in the same way a business is, really every country is a business because every country does operate according to its financial interest, which is basically the financial interest of the ruling class that runs the country. Mm -hmm. This is why you have some countries that are constantly being overthrown because somebody else wants to take over control of the finances. So supposedly America has this uh, peaceful transference of power because supposedly we're organized for the good of the people. But we saw what happened, what was that, January 6th? We're still dealing with that where a group of people decided they were going to overthrow the government by violence. Duh. You know, we still have that mentality. We're going to control things. We're going to take over. So it comes to a way of thinking. Yeah, go ahead. We can't Bob. get rid of this until we change the way we think, and until we change our attention behind the laws we pass and, and the systems we create. Go ahead, Bob. There's, I promise. What's well said, Naima. Okay, Harvard Business Review, and Harvard Business Review has a country is not a company, and which is very true. A country is God. This planet is, is owned by the Creator. People incorporate themselves and and the people that are up under them. It's people that formulates corporations. This this planet is not a something you can own. We're stewards to it. We use the resources from it. The country in its the the country in itself is not a corporation. It's the people that formulate what they instill to themselves. The title a president, king, whatever title they want to rule, and utilizing the resources that comes from the planet or from that country as their source of creating capitalism. That's why I was talking about capitalism and colonialism. You come in and colonize the land, and you, you, you use the resources as making your business, but those are individuals a country, this planet is not a corporation. It is a part of the order of this, this, this solar system, this galaxy, this universe, this cosmos. That is, is, is how we look at defining what we're, we're calling a corporation. Corporations are something man-made. It's not what the creator has created. Yes, you are absolutely right. You're right on target. It is 
850-something or another, 855, we need to get a few more calls. We've only got a few more minutes, 773-530. Did I get that call, 773-530? Yes, yes, thank God for the female solution. And uh, this is AMG Peace God, located here in New Mecca, province of Illinois. I like to What's thank your the name? female solution. Sir? Yes, uh, come again. What was your name again, please? Yes, this is AMG, Apostle Minister General, Peace God, located here in New Mecca, Chicago, province of Illinois. Just want to you thank the Female Solution. Uh, we had a, a, a nice turnout yesterday um, for Father's Day, June 18th. I thank, I thank God for all the brothers and sisters that came out yesterday. Um, it was a beautiful um, display of unity in the community. You know, I came out uh, with my, my Moorish American flag um we came out with the with the uh, marcus garvey flag um and we united and we had a beautiful um unity conversation about what needs to take place and the first thing that needs to take place is unity because once we come together we can understand that uh we are not um you know crayons to be charged up under the color of law um you know what i mean so it was a beautiful conversation that we had, and, and it showed me that uh, we're closer to unifying um, than ever. You know, I mean, people was, um, um, you know, acceptable to my presence. Um, you know, people was, um, you know, enlightened about the U dot S dot, which is the, uh, the which is the corporation. I like what the brother said. He said the country, and I hope he meant the landmass, is not a corporation, but he said that the people. The people is what represent the corporation, and and this is what they do um, to facilitate us into uh, their black uh, Christian code. And like you said, uh, we have to be aware that everything legal is not lawful. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say that again. Everything legal is All right. not lawful. You know, so um, you know, just fool, just fool for thought, just fool for thought. You know. Um, once again, um, it, it's nowhere in the divine um, recordings of any human race, of any Negro, black, or colored persons. You know, there's only three colors. You know what I mean? Make sure we're listening out there. There's only three colors, the black, the white, and the brown. And I noticed something, uh, um, uh, sister, I noticed something that um, there's nowhere on any applications that they have a box for brown people. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nowhere on no application that they have a box for brown people. And I just realized that. I said, who is the brown people? Okay, are those our, our Mexican counterparts? Okay, there's nowhere on any application that has the brown people. So I just want us to get into critically thinking about um, the statuses. And we've got to thank the female solution for providing the platform. So thank you. Much peace and love, Chicago. Amen. Thank you for coming to our show today. Thank you. But you can do everything in the archive. Press 1. I'm going to go into Naima. Right. We're going to play our ending. Those who are on the switchboard, 515-059-325. Press right now because the switchboard will cut off and they won't allow you to press 1. Do that right now. Let's hear this interview. We'll go on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, 
and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsamida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Cunyon, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. For those of you who are interested, we'll be later over at Malcolm X College. You can go to 40tonscareers.com. It is a, uh, a, uh, not only is it Juneteenth, it's a, a career and business expo. So uh, also there are expungements, entrepreneurial information, and education. So just show up, but go to 40tonscareer.com. We are officially in the after show with uh, Latif. Before we do that, I, I, I failed to do this in the, um, in the inside the show. So I've got to tell you about the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest, which air, uh, every last Saturday of the month. And if you have teens between the ages of 13 and 19, they can participate by simply sending in a one-minute video to uh, HLNTVShow at gmail.com. And here's more information. Attention all talented teens ages 13 to 19. Are you ready to show the world what you got? We're excited to announce the latest global virtual teen talent contest where you win cash prizes and scholarships by performing your unique talent. Here's how to participate. One, record a one-minute video of yourself performing your talent. Two, upload the video. Link in description or comment. Three, submit your video. We're looking for a wide range of talent, from singing and dancing to magic tricks and comedy skits. So whether you're a musician, an actor, or a chef, we want to see your unique talent. The top talents will be selected by a panel of judges and will be announced shortly after. So don't wait. Start filming and good luck. Start filming and good luck, and be sure and send those in to uh, uh, one minute demo into hlntvshow at gmail.com, and we will announce, we'll have the winner, I should say. Uh, so if you have children who want to participate, we'd love to have them participate. All they have to do is get that in and get it in quick because the contest is this Saturday. 
and they can win cashes, cashes, prize, cashes, scholarships, cashes. Okay, that's a new word. Well, we are officially in the after show. You know, we, we, we talk about our children, but we got to do something for them. And this is what this is our contribution. So my question to you is for those who are listening, what is and watching, what is your contribution? And if you are not part of the uh, celebration of helping our youth, then share this information with someone who is. Okay. All righty. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. And thank you for that 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 line there. Is how do we help our youth? And what we had is my mom's Earth Day was uh, Saturday, and we oh. had the family. But we had the family. Hey, the mom's woman, name, Baba. Carolyn. Carolyn. Uh, right. Happy birthday, Miss Carolyn. You waved the wonderful song. Thank you for having him because you didn't have to, so we're very grateful for that. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I am. She was. She's 91, and what she sat there and did with the young women because my her sister's daughter's daughter brought the youngest child in the family who was five months old, and the the females sat together in the, in kind of a, a talk circle, and they talked to her about she was raised by her great grand her grandmother, which was my grandmother's mother, which was her big mama. Big mama was born in 1854. Mm. She was born in slavery. And she was telling about the story of her great-grandmother to them and how the women in the family were always the, the oldest girl was given to the grandmother as the grandmother's helper and to learn from the grandmother. And this is how the, the, the passing down of information and, and knowledge was done at the time in Mississippi in, that, in our family, is to mm-hmm. take the, the youngest female and put it with the grandparent female. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Well, you know, there are a lot of ways that our extended families were teaching tools and ways of passing on knowledge. So when we adopted this whole nuclear family attitude and families went north and the grandparents were still back down south and we separated the families, that was kind of the beginning of a lot of the dysfunction. So we have to look at what we did that was helpful, that was strengthening, and empowering, and what we did that was not good, not helpful, weakening, and learn from our mistakes so that we can become better. There are a lot of things that we did that helped us to become more independent thinking. When we think of the neighborhoods we created where we owned the shops and the businesses because Children were raised up in, you know, the mom and pop shops, and they learned some basics of mathematics on how to count money and how to handle customers and all of that. A lot of those things that we did that really made a lot of strong and and economically successful communities. Some of the things we did culturally were very damaging, and and we talk about that in our book, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma, particularly the the child-rearing uh, chapter, 
that slave beating thing that we do that we keep saying, oh, we need to discipline our children. That's not discipline. That is that is conditioning them to live in fear of uh, being beat to death by a master. We did that as a survival mechanism because we believe that if we broke the spirit in our child, that they would not be defiant and therefore their lives would not be endangered. We need to end that. We need to stop that. We need to stop the slave beatings. And I'm saying this to people who keep saying, well, the problem with these children is we need to, we need to bring spanking back into the school. We need to let parents discipline their children. No, we need to stop slave beatings. We need to stop that. That mm-hmm. was not healthy. That created a lot of emotional trauma. That's why so many of us have deep emotional issues today. Uh, many of us cannot keep a relationship together because we are traumatized from those slave beatings growing up as a child. It did not make us better people. You saw it made me a good person. No, it did not. It made you insecure. It made you harbor inner rage that you cannot control. It made you have low self-esteem. We need to not do that. We need to learn from our mistakes. Some things we did were helpful. Some things we did were destructive. Everything that we did that was destructive, whether we brought it from Africa and it was destructive, whether we learned it here in the, in the system of enslavement and it was destructive, we need to examine history with a clear vision. Everything that came out of Africa is not to be imitated. If it was, we wouldn't have ended up over here. Some of the ways that we treated each other was very brutal. We don't need to imitate that. Some of the things that we learned from Europeans was very brutal. We don't need to imitate that. We're becoming uh, what I think Baba Kwame said, we're becoming uh, we're coming from being a homo sapien to a homo spiritus. Mm. We're evolving as a human species into a higher level of consciousness, of recognition of who we are as the divine beings we are. We don't need to live by violence and fear anymore. So any fear-based teachings and practices, we need to eliminate them. They are not healthy. They are not going to help us evolve. They're not going to help us destroy the destructive environment that we have created and perpetuated. We need a new mind. And you can't fix a problem with the same mind that created it. Nope. So this is we have to, and and I'm so glad you you played that uh, that, that video of Dr. Boyce Watkins, we have to look at things the way they are. And not for the purpose of just being angry and feeling like victims, because we need to get rid of the victim mentality as well. We have to take responsibility for the choices that we make that cause us to keep perpetuating the situation we're in and make different choices based on a different way of thinking. First of all, there are no enemies on this planet. We're not enemies of each other, and this, 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 this color that we're wearing, this body that we're wearing, it's not who we are. It's just a vehicle to get us to where we need to go to do what we came here to do as souls having a temporary human experience. But there will come a time when we're not, we're not judging each other based on what you look like. We're judging each other based on the vibration we carry. The people of a higher vibration understand basic principles of sharing and cooperation. The people of a lower vibration do not. They're the ones who believe you have to take by force. 
you have to harm people, you have to keep people in fear, that vibration is no longer going to exist here. So if we want to exist in a new world, we got to change our vibration. And you have some people who are of color but not of our kind in terms of understanding the higher vibration it's going to take to create a new society. Mm -hmm. You can't have greed. You can't have selfishness. I love our brothers and sisters from the continent, but some of them are, uh, you know, I mean, come on now. We, we, we've had more scams coming out of Nigeria. I love my people, and I found genetically my people are from Nigeria. Oh, we did the DNA test. You know, my daughter did the DNA test. You did. Test. did a DNA test. So now I, now I know where my folks are from. Oh, but some wow. of the things that I see coming from some very corrupt minds are not something that I'm going to identify with because that's not who I am. Okay. So identify with the higher mind the people who want to to serve their humanity and serve the planet in a way that is helpful and and producing abundance for all of us and not trying to figure out how to take advantage of people. You know, you, you can go you can go to your African brothers and sisters on the continent and they'll see you as an American, some of them if they have that greed mind, see you as an American to exploit and to yep. scam because they figure you got money. Yep. And you're and you and you're you're stupid. They're ignorant. And so you always have to look for the people who think like you think. And it doesn't, it's not, sometimes they might have your your hour covering and sometimes they don't. Right. So when we evolve, then we will start looking, how can we repair the damage we've done to each other and to ourselves? Juneteenth is a wonderful time of reflection on a system that needed to end, some people who didn't want it to end, some people who made laws to keep it going. Now that we know what happened, let's choose to create something different because it doesn't work to try to exploit your brothers and sisters, whether they are your same color or another color. Whatever they are, it doesn't work to try to figure out how you can misuse people. That system that is currently operating in this country and in so many other countries, it's not going to last because it doesn't work. All it does is continue to create angry people who hurt other people. We don't want to live like that anymore. So that's a collective choice we have to make. And I believe that we will see that in our lifetime. That's, that's the objective of this whole show, yeah. to change the thinking so that we can change what we're putting in the next generation that's going to create the world we're going to be living in. And if we can be honest about what happened, and we can honestly evaluate the intentions behind what happened, admit the greed that created the system that we're all suffering from, so we can get rid of it because it doesn't work. And there's no way we should be having this, this situation where you have some people struggling to, 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 to get away from uh, an oppressive society that's killing them, and then you got people who've been forced to live outside and, and on the concrete for years, and they'll, they'll, both of those groups fighting each other over the crumbs being dropped by the super wealthy who have more than enough and, and waste more food than, than a, a nation can eat in a day. There's no way we should be living like that. No way. And allowing that. So those people who are like-minded have to work with each other. Those people who don't get it, well, let them, let them keep scrambling, let them keep fighting, let them keep hating, 
the people who understand it have to choose to work together. Because those are the ones who are going to create the new earth that we're going to see in our lifetime. Well, I certainly look forward to that. And we've got to take some calls in this lifetime because hands are up. Five one five. Right now, that's a good sign. <laughs> Five one five six zero five nine three two five Erico six. Uh, th- I'm sorry, Erico three one two six three two. Your mic is open. What's your name? Uh, Where you call? Admiral Andrew C M Nelson Bay. Oh, I'm sorry. I got that call already. I apologize. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there with us, Nelson. Three one two eight three three. Did I get that call? Yeah, I think that's Minister Pump. You got that one, too. Okie dokie. Uh, oops, I just disconnected that one. Uh-oh. Sorry about that. Okay, um, I apologize for disconnecting you. I don't, I don't know if you can call back in or not, but you can try. Well, uh, yes, sir, go right ahead. Okay, and, and I thank Naima for what she's expressed, and, and it's very much true. The thing in what I was saying about the Overground Railroad and creating oasis, is because it's our ancestors' spirit and service. And the thing that we're looking at is how do we decolonize is that we have to come back to our mother. We've been made orphans and we've been banned from nature by creating these these urban areas and these places. No, everybody's not going to go out and, and relive back on, on, on the farms like we once did. But it's our connection to the mother because the First Nation people are now studying and they're just like I, I shared about my mom with the, the young women and talking with them. It's also happening in, in the indigenous community of decolonization and understanding that food is medicine and the mm-hmm. sovereignty of food is very important. We should not be eating anything that's not grown in its own packaging. We should not be eating anything that is not grown in its own packaging. Oh, I the thing love that. that. We're, oh, the thing that I... we're, we're look right. And because everything is in different packaging, but nature creates its own packaging and the, the sources because we had the event down in Navo, and the, the Canadian women got together with acorns. They gathered acorns, and they made flour from the acorns, and they made pancakes and bread for the to feed the people there. And the thing what they were showing is is that that acorn grows into a oak tree. You're putting the nutrients to make an oak tree in your body as as food. And so wow. what we have to do is go go back to the way in which we nurture ourselves because food is medicine. And what they're now doing is teaching the people of the cuisine of indigenous people and when they go and they go into the forest and they forage the, the, the foods that are there because those are our plant relatives. We've got to come back to our sovereign ways because this colonization is is part of what we have we we've had a problem and Jody had a good question is that, you know, countries is because the the earth belongs to all of us. This is why we come up on it. The mother earth gives us what we need because she's nurtured through the Milky Way, and the milk from the Milky Way is the same as the energy of the mother's milk. Mm. The mother's milk is the same as the energy of the Milky Way. Who knew? Amazing. 
See, that's, that's why amazing. we have because we're all connected. All energy in the universe is connected. And, you know, we, we used to know that. Yeah. Uh, and, and now we're coming back into the knowledge of what we what we once knew. But as, you know, Baba Kwame speaks about food being our medicine. And, you know, if you have a, if you have a, a, a basic house with a backyard, you have the power to be growing your own food so that you don't have to eat the poison that's being given to you by corporate farms that are part of this whole sick care system, poisoning your food, making you sick. You have to go to the doctor and pay to get well. When if you just ate organically grown food, your body already has the systems to repair itself. Which reminds me, Zelda, I did uh, make some common greens last night, uh, my homegrown greens. I set aside a bowl for you, as a matter of fact. No, you did Yeah, I sure did. My my special uh, homegrown collard green recipe. So you, you'll be able to taste some and tell everybody how, how it's grown right and, there. Well, you, the know I'm, you know I'm coming in the morning. You know that, right? Yeah. You know yes. I'll be, you know be out there in the morning. I'd come today if I could, but I'd definitely be out there tomorrow. So thank you for getting them, those greens from your uh, backyard because I will definitely be your guinea pig tomorrow. You can count on that. Thanks very much. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Everything in your backyard. Everything is your backyard. I don't have a backyard, but I do have a, what's it called? What we call this tree here, Jody? I forgot it. Uh, where I grow plants. Uh, oh, and it grows vertically? Yeah, I my think. vertical, my yeah. vertical plants, yes. Yeah, so we need to be eating everything. I'm so glad uh, Kwame said that because I went to the, the store the other day, and I saw, and this I've seen this for a while, cucumbers and wrapped in plastic. Why do cucumbers need to be wrapped in plastic? Because they fake. Mm. Yeah, I said it. Because I'm, much. I'm reading this plastic, you know. It, most it, of <laughs> what we eat is plastic. Uh, more comments. Wanda Webb says, this is true. Beating is not the answer. So she was referring to uh, 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 the children earlier. Uh, and then that when God says, you can send me the recipe too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what a 90-year-old mother told me. She and I got some uh, in the refrigerator. They probably spoiled now because I haven't cooked them yet. I got them Thursday. I don't know. Do they last that long before you cook them? They're still in the refrigerator, Naima. Well, you may want to put them in the freezer. Um, I haven't cooked them though, so I'm gonna cook them today because oh. it's only. Oh yeah, well they should be fine. Yeah, it's only it's only a it's only a, a, it's only a handful, so there's really not a whole lot for two people. I don't think uh. you hear me. But anyway, uh, this ninety-year-old woman, I gotta, I got I gotta share this. This is, this is just too powerful not to share. I had a ninety-year-old mother tell me that if you cook your collard greens in a black skillet and put ah. some oil in it, it will taste just like you have meat in it. And I was like, oh, I got to try this because I don't cook a lot. Tony loves to cook. I let him cook, and I'm, I'm the, uh, I'm the sous chef. I learned that on the, on the, uh, on the shack. So I cut up the onions and the ginger and the garlic and all that stuff. But anyway, I digress. The, the mother told me, she said, put them in a black skillet and let them cook. And I did that. And I put, I cooked mine with coconut oil. You can use grapeseed oil or, or, or uh, 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 virgin olive oil, whatever you want to use. I use coconut oil because I like it because it tastes like butter to me. Oh, and I yeah. cooked them, and they were, I could not believe it. They were scrumptious. What is the reason for that? Uh, Never again in life will I cook greens with meat because all you got to do is put them in a black skillet. Would you say bye-bye, Kwame? The reason for the black skillet. 
She didn't tell me. I don't know. Iron. But, iron. Oh, the iron. The ice black fillets ah, are made out of no. iron. The iron transferred with the heat. Say so that the, again, the Bubba. Mineral, the iron transfers with the heat. When you heat up iron and you put things in it, the mineral transfer, that's why we use skillets to the the baked cornbread, we use skillets to fry chicken. All of that is a transfer of the energy of the vet. That's why you shouldn't use nonstick product because it's chemicals. When you heat up metals, you have a transfer of energy. Ah, thank you for that. Now I know. So the energy from the iron in the pot. Okay. And it doesn't wow. taste, it doesn't taste, it doesn't taste irony. It tastes delicious. It's good. Right. That is awesome. Thank you for that, Bob. Go ahead. You season, you season skillets and you season potware. But what you, what we do is we season it. We used to season it with oil because it'll rust to keep it from rusting. You take beeswax and it will seal the mineral content of the the iron that you use for your cooking. Beeswax it puts a seal on it. So what we're doing is learning how to use the utensils that our ancestors created. This is why you cook with a cauldron, you you wash with cauldrons. You had certain utensils that you use, and then man start remaking these mm-hmm. utensils, aluminum, mm-hmm. which take, transfers aluminum into it, which is not good for the brain. And mm-hmm. then you got uh, non-stick chemicals. So you're looking at what was what, what oh, is best because we use iron because we were the, the the creators of iron in the continent. We were the forgers of iron metal. We were metal urges. Say that again. We were metal. What we created the urges. iron. We were the people. We were people who worked with metal. Those are the, they call metal urges. I think I'm pronouncing it right. But those like we had blacksmiths. Yes. Were, were the creators. We we created iron, and we right. knew how to use that and forge that that mineral into tools and utensils, and then they turn around and start making weapons. Ah. Well, that that's one of those things that we should learn from. You can use that same substance for life as opposed to death. So. When we use it for life, it enhances life. A pot to cook in, all those things, or, or tools to, to till the ground. We can do all of that. Beating your swords into plowshares. Uh, weapons of war and destruction. We can use them for uh, tools of enhancing life. That's a choice that we need to make as a human family. How we're going to work with the elements of the earth to enhance our life. Amen. Wow, that was powerful. Who, who knew? That's why I was sharing about going back to nature because the thing that we have to understand is that's the first world worldwide web. Really, it's, it's, it's a cosmic web because, like Naima said, everything in the universe is connected, and it's all connected through frequency and, and energy. And so once we begin to go back and reawaken our Akashic records and activate the mitochondrial DNA which the woman carries, 
we yes. will remember that we are that supreme being that has been created in the image of our creator. Amen. Say that. Well said, Baba. A woman. Yes, in your language. You got to stop. A woman, because everything, life comes, every man has a belly button. Every man has a belly button. Come from a woman. Come from a woman. Amen. Baba Kwame's son hit it right on the head, as he always does. Yep. Wow. It's time for remembering. Absolutely. That is powerful. And this has been a powerful show. It is 928. I want to thank you for spending your Monday morning with us. And be sure and share that information. And Annette uh, Wingard says, I fry my greens that way, too. You fry your greens? Yeah, fried greens can be very good, yeah. Are you serious? I yes. learned on Juneteenth that you could fry greens. Why would I want to fr- fry some greens? I don't. I don't get it. It's a different different taste, but it, it keeps the flavor in it though. Really? Fried yeah. greens. So how do you fry? Do you what do you do? Take a bunch of leaves and dip them in. Well, it's the like oil? you saute like you saute spinach. You take it and put it in the skillet. You put your oil yeah. and you cover oh. it, and it will steam itself. Oh. And so okay. greens are look. You got to understand something. Greens are iron. All green food foliage foods are iron. Collard greens, mustard, turnips, spinach, all of them contain iron. So when you put them in iron, you amplify the iron minerals from the skillet and the greens. No wonder I like greens so much because I do know that I have a vitamin de- uh, iron deficiency. So that's why I like them so much because my body is telling me you need more iron. So I get my iron from greens. I could eat greens seven days a week and it would not bother me. But I'm not going to eat them seven days a week. I'm only going to eat them today and tomorrow. Well, actually, tomorrow uh, when I go by Naima's to pick up them greens. But thank you, Baba Kwame. I never heard no fried greens. But they're not really fried. They're just sautéed. See, that's why I love the female solution. Learn Even so though, much, you can get some recipes. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I'll give him to Tony, and he can cook them, and I'll just be the, I'll remain the sous chef. But thank you so much. <laughs> that's what, this is what I was sharing about the indigenous people, especially in Minnesota. They, they're having conferences, annual conferences, on how to prepare the way indigenous people forage and cook food. And uh, the part of it is is, is cooking with the right resources to create, you know, baking cornbread on an open fire, taking the ambers and putting those kettles down up under the ash, and then while you're cooking the other food on top, you're baking your bread down below in the amber. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the old school way. Yeah. Wow. Did you hear that tongue? No, he came in here too late, but uh, you, y'all know I'm going to tell him when it's over. <laughs> right. Play it back so you can hear that. Play it. He needs to hear that. Thank you so very much, Baba Kwame, for always being a light unto the female solution and sharing your 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 decades of wisdom and knowledge. We appreciate appreciate you. Naima, we need to do, do a show with just him, if we could ever um, oh, nail him down long enough just so we can have a, a Kwame Sun Horse kind of day. Well, we can, we can make that happen because, you know, a lot of things that he introduces, uh, in terms of the the wisdom of the cosmos, a lot of people haven't heard, you know, because myself included. 
and, and we're we're not taught any of this in our school systems. We're taught the incorrect belief that Earth is the only inhabited planet when there are billions of inhabited planets all across the universes, and we're not taught this. So we need to introduce real knowledge. That's why we can't imitate the people who have the, the mind of enslaving people to work for them at the point of a gun and the threat of death. We can't, we can't approach knowledge with that mind. We have to change our minds and free our minds so that we can connect with our, our galactic family. Mm-hmm. There are many, many, many beings across the galaxy that would gladly come and visit us and share their knowledge, but we're too, we're too warlike, we're too dangerous, we're too fearful. Mm. So we have to be free enough to meet our brothers and sisters all across the galaxies and, and share knowledge because and, 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 and <clears throat> enjoy this wonderful universe that we have that gives so much and has so much to share with us if we would just learn how to get along. That's all we got to do. Just get along. Just get along. All we got to do. So simple. So I want to thank you for being so transparent and uh, sharing the information that you share and not keeping it to yourself because, you know, a lot of us do that. It's like yeah. I can't. Learn I, something, don't tell nobody. Right. I was like, mm-mm, I got some colleagues. I can't wait till this documentary come out on the radio who they travel abroad and then they come back and they don't want to share. They don't even want to share the pictures. I was like, mm. oh, my God. And this is the gospel oh. community. It's called okay? generational death. You got to share. got to share. What would you say, Baba Kwame? We have to stop being generational thieves. Yes. Our elder is a keeper of a set of encyclopedias. You have to pass that and put those on shelves of the next generation, the next seven generations to learn from. Thank you. You are right on target. Thank you so very much for that. We have got to do better, and we are doing better because we're doing it here on The Female Solution. So thank you so very much for sharing that. This has been the After Show. Please and thank you for sharing this information with others because it will make a difference. Because I had no idea there were two Juneteenths. I had no idea. So all of that information will be available on my blog, which is Zelda Speaks at WordPress.com. When you go to this blog, just know that there are powers that be that don't want you to have this information. So um, expect the unexpected. So when when you go to the blog, just, uh, copy and paste and, and, and because they're not going to let you show the blog. Yeah, because we're sharing too much truth and they don't want the truth to get out. So I want to thank you for that. And uh, be sure and tune in tomorrow morning for Jody Susan, my sister from another Miss Star. She will be on with us this morning, uh, on Tuesday morning, and every day of the week. And, and uh, Wednesday, Naima, what we got in store? <laughs> oh, well, let's see. We have, I uh, believe, we have. The last Wednesday of the month, our men-only discussion hosted by Kareem Hamid, and we have quite a bit of uh, very intense discussions from our brothers as they, they, they take a look at fatherhood and, and what they learned from the men who raised them and things that they need to teach their sons. So we'll listen as they speak about that. And then, of course, Thursday we have... 
Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green, uh, continuing our series on grief and handling loss and healing from uh, the pain of the transition of a loved one. What is the healthy way to handle a natural part of life? And, of course, as always, Friday's Health and Wellbeing with Beata. We look forward to some revelations in health and well-being and natural ways to heal and to detox and get rid of the incorrect ways we've been taught to keep ourselves sick so that someone else can make money. (laughs) So we look forward to her revealing knowledge. And then this Saturday, I believe we have the Global Team Talent competition Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. coming Saturday. Yep. 12 noon until 2 p.m. I'm going to start. No, no, 12 to 1 p.m. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we'll continue on and, of course, give you more fascinating information. And we want you all to join us every day, 515-605-9325, if you want to call in and make a comment, share information, or ask a question of our hosts and guests. And our shows are live every day on our Female Solution Facebook page as well as the Facebook and YouTube channel of our So we're sharing information all over the world every day, and you can always go into the archives at www.onaireverywhere.com and hear the latest daily show. If you miss it, and of course, it's always on our blog talk channel, www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Looking forward to having you. Make sure you like and follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Blog Talk so you can always get notified when we're live and on the air. And tell all your friends to to share and like and subscribe and all that other good stuff, too. This is the video that I'll leave leave you with. This is the uh, blog uh, on my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. But remember, I told you to copy and paste because they don't want you to know this information. But this is Dr. Claude Anderson, and you need to see that video. Do yourself a favor and see that video. And until until then, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we will see you back here tomorrow morning, bright and early, right here on The Female Solution. Thank you so much for watching and for sharing, and remember to do something special for yourself because you know why? There's only one you There is. Only one you, and if you don't take care of you, who will? Thank you for taking care of you. How about that? Make it a great day. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-60. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.